Jeremy with you. Great episode today. I sit down with Austin Noonan in an interview as we talk about texting. Austin is the Senior Vice President of Partnerships from Vazi. Vazi is a text messaging platform that is sports-specific, meaning only sports teams use it. So she has so much insight and great examples of how teams can use texting to better communicate with their fans and sell more tickets. We even talk about post-game communication as it relates to fan surveys. We dig into best practices, integrations, and so much more. This is an action-packed episode that I hope you enjoy. So here we go. Welcome to the Sports Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Neiser. This is the podcast to help those working in sports sell more tickets and grow your fan base. Last episode, episode 46, we talked all about texting. And today, we're going to dive even deeper into the topic with uh, the, the, the wonderful Austin Noonan from Vazi, the sports-specific text messaging platform that hundreds of teams worldwide use. We're going to dive into all kinds of great stuff, but Austin, appreciate you being here. Hi, Jeremy. Very excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So if teams haven't started using Vazi or even thinking about using texting, what are some of the benefits right out of the gate to be able to use texting to communicate with their fans? Why, why should they start thinking about using texting? Yeah, it's a great question. It's funny because you think, you know, we're days away now from 2024. You would assume that every team is already texting. Um, but believe it or not, that is not the case whatsoever. There's so many teams that myself and other members on my team, they jump on these sales calls and these teams have no idea what they're doing and they've never texted before. So what we typically like to do is when we go into these calls, get a better grasp of what they're trying to accomplish. So we always say, you know, if you were to be on Vazi tomorrow, what would you try to do, Right. And I think from there, getting their feedback, the most important thing, of course, is always going to be compliance, right? Making sure that you're staying fully compliant and staying safe when you're when you're texting. But the big piece of that is segmenting their database. So some teams are, hey, we want to we want to reach everybody. We want to compete with every single you know group that we have, whether it be single game day buyers or season ticket holders or to your point earlier, students. It's really reeling that in and making sure they have the correct data, separating them efficiently, and then starting the communication. So, so definitely it, it's another... Yeah, it's kind of like another tool in the toolbox. So you've got your email, you're probably going to spend some money on running paid ads somewhere, somehow, some form or fashion. But texting is another way to be able to have some communication, engage with your fans, sell some tickets, get them involved in what's happening. At, at, the, at the root of it, it's, just a, it's more than just a tool though, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a 98% open rate. So I think mm-hmm. if you point out the email, of course, and I, I don't think that email should go anywhere. I think that you should be giving your fans the option. How do you want to be communicated to, right? Like if you're on the way to the game and there's a last minute change when it comes to parking or, Hey, enter at this gate, or there's a huge traffic jam to take this exit. Like you want that on your phone versus email. You're not going to see that email. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think having all of the options out there of how do you want to be communicated with social media, text, 
email. You should be doing all of it. Um, mm-hmm. And going back to your question um, to start this off, another really important piece is educating your fan base, right? So, hey, we are going to be texting, whether it be one-on-one texting or mass texting. Opt in. This is our number. Save our number um, to kind of get them, give them a heads up of, hey, you're going to start getting alerts from us. You don't be alarmed when you get a text from, you know, University of Alabama. It's just us communicating with you. That's it. That's It's pretty simple. It's just yeah. like emails too. Same thing, uh, but you get a higher open rate with text messages. And, and oftentimes, like I don't leave my phone with an open text message. I'm going to click and see what it says. Rather, as email, it may take me a day or two to open some of those things. So you actually get better open rates, better engagement with text messages than you would in comparison to email. But both tools used effectively, you're going to sell some tickets. Absolutely. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to ignore an email than is a text message. A a quick fun fact. um, I mentioned University of Alabama. They use Vazi for need to know before you go. Is what we call Mm -hmm. it. Heading into game day. They send out a text. Hey, doors open at this time or gates open at this time. Park here. Enter at this gate. And don't forget to download your ticket. They have a 97% download rate on their ticket, which is the highest in the country for collegiate athletics. That speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh Pretty remarkable. So that's such a great segue into my next question. What are some examples of how teams can use texting to engage with their fans, communicate, sell more tickets, and and keep it? But I love that example, the know before you go. I can't tell you how many teams do just the email of know before you go, but know before you go text message is fantastic. What are some other ideas that you've seen that have been really effective for teams? The better question is, what can't you communicate? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. Obviously, the need to know before you go has really taken off, whether it comes to parking, whether it comes to um, when to enter the stadium or the arena or gate changes or weather changes, all that type of stuff. Um, obviously, to your point about just driving single game inventory is just really night and day when it comes to a text versus an email. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also seen a lot of teams kind of piggyback on all of these kind of examples with sponsors. So now the sponsorship team is getting involved and saying, Hey, we're going to be sending out, you know, nine Saturday texts. Need to know before you go, let's get a sponsor on these. Right. So that's another really, really great way. Um, merch drops. Absolutely fantastic. Black Friday. I mean, the amount mm-hmm. of volume that Vazi was sending out with our partners for Black Friday going into the holidays is just absolutely crazy. Um, post-game surveys or, you know, how was your experience? Let us know how we did. What can we be doing better? Um, I could talk to you for the next five hours of different examples, but they're all extremely beneficial, not only for the partner, but also for the fan. And we always say, Team people can obviously always opt out, but they're your fan for a reason. They want to hear from you, right? Whether it's exciting news going off the team or, hey, you just made playoffs. Don't forget to renew your season tickets or, hey, come to the game. Like they want to know what's going on. They want to be involved. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. Of yeah, fun. that's what they signed up for in the first place. So absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So that post-game survey, just really quick. So teams would take their single-game buyer list, folks who scanned in their tickets for that game, and they put it into Vazi, the, the names of their, the names of the people and their cell phone numbers, and then they text out to them. 
Do you, do, you, do you see a lot of teams using the post-game survey and kind of responses and feedback is significantly better than, say, email or, or even QR Absolutely. codes around the stadium? Absolutely. It's all real time. I think, too, as soon as they leave the game, they're on their phone, they're posting on social media, they're just there, they're communicating, texting with their friends, whether they won or they lost. Like, Keep that buzz going and hit them where they are, right, which is their phone. So absolutely, it's night and day where I believe in email, you're seeing it a week later. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So so best practices. Let's just pretend, for example, I'm a team. I just signed up for Vazi, super excited to start sending out text messages. Am I focusing more on going out there, finding folks to sign up? Am I taking my email list and doing something with that to put it into Vazi? What is the first few things that you tell teams as soon as they sign up to get started with you? If their goal is, hey, I want to sell more tickets, sell more merchandise and communicate better with my fans. Yeah, it's an interesting question because it really comes down to what the team is the most comfortable with. There's a couple different ways that you can do it. Some teams out of the gate, to your point, they'll pull some buyers or their season ticket holders and they'll just start their, start texting them, right? Other teams, other partners are not as comfortable with that. They want to make sure that the recipient of the text is saying, hey, yes, I want to hear from you via text message. So in that case, we hold their hand a little bit more. We have a fantastic partner success team that works with all of our teams very, very closely. And we have different tools within Vazi, um, whether it be a QR code or keyword text-ins or other various tools that we have to help you gather those opt-ins. So I think we, out of the gate, help those partners organize kind of their approach and help them grow those that opt-in in the database list versus the teams like, hey, we just want to hit the ground running and we're going to start blasting all the people and Hey, whether they opt out that that's on them. So there's a couple of different ways that we handle um, both, you know, very carefully. I love the fact that you have a team that actually hand holds staff members and oh, yeah. in, in, in sports teams, because as a former marketing director, I can tell you my plate's full. We're adding more stuff to it. It never ends. I'm in charge of community relations or game entertainment or sponsorships or groups. I've got all these other things. But if I've got someone to say, hey, how do you want to grow your email list do you, or grow your text yep. list rather? Do you want to do it by enter to wins and contests and different things? Or do you want to export from your email list? What, what do you want to do and have someone that kind of says, hey, it's best practice? It's great. Yeah. And I think that actually – is really what separates Fozzy from the rest of the pack is we, like I said before, we are only focused in sports, right? That is our, mm-hmm. our bread and butter. We love it. We don't really have any interest of going outside of that box. We work so closely with our teams, whether it's a weekly call, bi-weekly call, monthly call. We are constantly saying, hey, what do you need more of? Like, do you need help with this? What are you missing within the platform right now? And we are brainstorming and growing with our team. And to my point earlier, we have a ton of different feature sets within our mass technology, as well as our one-to-one um, platform that help our teams do various things that all were really created from them on different mm-hmm. areas that they needed help with, whether it be our journey flow or our surveys. Those all those all came from ideas of our of our team. So we work very closely with them. So you're taking ideas from other sports teams and recommendations and you say, okay, let me add this to the platform. Like surveys, I know several teams that will put a Google form link or a survey monkey yep. in every single text yep. message. But what you're saying now is it's already baked into your software and you don't have to pay the additional fee, 600 or whatever it is a month or a year for survey monkey. You just do it right in, in Vazi, right? 
that's exactly right. And based on the real-time results, you can actually filter it down and create new lists, textable lists, right mm-hmm. within the platform. So if you have a survey that goes out and says, you know, how interested are you in season tickets? And based on that result, you can say create list. Okay, well, now you have a new list within the Vazi platform in two buttons. You can click all of those people that are in that list that are not interested in season tickets. So, of course, we have the partners that do plug in a SurveyMonkey or any third party they work with. Um, <laughs> we also have partners that use the Vazi survey, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's great. So uh, you mentioned segmenting earlier. So oftentimes we'll say, okay, here's my season ticket holders. I'm going to send to them. Here's the floor seating food for tonight. If you're sitting on the floor for a basketball game, or here's the no before you go for parking for single game buyers, Uh, but they segment. Do you see teams only use it for one thing or another? Like I'm only going to use this to sell single game tickets, uh, or do you Mm -hmm. see it kind of a lot more teams segment the communication like you should typically would see in like an email? How do you often see it or is there a little bit of a mix? It's funny because I feel like majority of the time teams partner with Fozzie for like a singular idea and then they Uh see everything else that they can do like, okay. And then marketing gets involved and ticket sales get involved and sponsorship. Next thing you know, they're sending out hundreds of thousands of texts. But I've seen majority of the time partners have one idea and they kind of grow on it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Let's talk integrations. Um, You've been integrated with several different ticketing softwares. What's the benefit here for teams? If if you're on a specific ticketing platform and you have the ability to integrate with Vazi, what what does that look like and how does that help teams? Yeah, we're very proud of our integrations. Um, We have, we have a ton and we're continuing to develop on them. But I think a big tool that we offer to our partners right now is our text-to-buy integration, which mm-hmm. we have live with um, several ticketing you know, primary platforms. And really the benefit of that integration is keeping the consumer on the text exchange, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, um, we'll take LSU. They sent out a text to single game buyers. I believe it was for the Arkansas game. And they said, hey, you know, for the upcoming game, this is the price. This is the the date and the time. How many tickets do you want? Mm -hmm. The fan is able to respond to that text with the quantity of tickets that they want and the date of the game they're trying to attend. And that ticket is automatically pulled from the back end of the ticketing platform and delivered to that fan's phone. And they're adding that ticket to their Apple wallet. So you can buy a ticket in a matter of, you know, one text we can hone in and be very specific on where they're sitting. So it could be a couple more texts, um, but they're never leaving their text exchange. That LSU example generated tens of thousands of dollars um, in a week. So yeah, it's that's all fantastic. Um, and what's really neat about it is that it, I think when people think about last minute, if you will, it like has to be like a discounted ticket. That was a hundred and fifty dollar ticket that they were selling. Oh, holy so smokes! There's a ton of different ways that you can do. Like the Philadelphia Flyers is a great partner of ours on Text to Buy as well. They do a student rush ticket for far less than a hundred and fifty dollars, twenty dollars, um, and they've sold hundreds of thousands of dollars on in ticket sales. So there's a ton of different ways to do it, but the the benefit is definitely there. 
So the Charleston River Dogs are a team that completely got rid of their ticket office. Uh, and some yep. minor league teams have kind of looked at them with a little bit of a, yep. are you sure? Like that, that's like tr- yeah. traditional ticket offices operate, but they got rid of their entire, and they rank in the top five on online ticket sales in all of minor league baseball. But like that, that seems like the extreme. So where do you find the balance? Yeah, they, they were brilliant with how they used the tool too, because what they did is they, to your point, they kind of were, moved away from what's traditional and they got a poster and they put it in front of their box office and said, when you want to buy a ticket, this is the instructions to be part of this program and to be able to buy your ticket on your phone. Um, yeah, you're a great point, but I think it kind of goes back to how we started our conversation when it comes down to educating and it goes down to segment that database, right? So, you know, here are your fans that come to games, you know, one time or quite often. Let's let's hit them. Let's target them because we know they're going to be interested in this game, right? And see what the results are. Indiana is another great example of this. They have had a more of like a slower role with text to buy, but their educational piece of showing the fans how to do it has been phenomenal. So yeah, are they selling what else you sold initially? No. But they're working their way there because they're taking the time to explain to the students and to the fans, here's how you're going to buy your ticket. So yep. it takes that, that makes, yeah, absolutely. Some teams can do it, uh, like LSU and some of those SEC football teams where there's a tremendous amount of demand that'll happen pretty quickly. Hey, this is how you buy tickets. Right. This is the simplest way. But then there's some other teams like college basketball and minor league sports where the demand isn't as high, but you still have the ability to start introducing this and making it easier for the fans so that eventually it becomes, this is the norm. I just, I just say yes to buy tickets. And three minutes later, I got PDFs in my Apple wallet. So it's, it's pretty simple. So, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. So talking with Austin Noonan from Vazi. So Vazi as a whole, let's go over some benefits here. You've got the ability to set up whatever you like in there. If you want to segment and just blast out single game buyers, you can do that. The best part that I like is the fact that you have a customer success person that works with other sports teams, sharing mm-hmm. best practices from what other sports teams are doing. So you can't really fail if you're just following along with the instructions and, and the tips that the other uh, that, that your customer success person's providing, you can actually integrate with your ticketing software, depending on which one yep. you have, to sell tickets via text. So there's so many, and you're sports specific. So there's so many checks in 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 the pros column of using Vazi. So I've always been a big proponent of using text message. But when you have someone that knows so much about sports helping you sell more tickets, it just becomes so much easier, right? Yeah, and more fun. And you're fun. And you're fun. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and more fun because everyone everyone loves and enjoys talking about sports. And we always say our James, our CBO, he was with the Philadelphia Flyers before Bozzi for the last 16 years. He's like, I love selling tickets. Like we're just there to help. Um, That's it. And we, yeah, and we enjoy it. Another <laughs> big piece too that teams really care about um, is that we have integrations with several CRM systems. So mm-hmm. as people are opting in, opting out, or you know, having conversation, whether it be the mass or the one to one transacting, like all of that is trackable in real time with the CRM. So that's very helpful for the teams. So oftentimes the CRM could be uh, like score CRMs, one that a lot of teams use. What are some other Mm -hmm. ones that teams might know? Salesforce, Microsoft Dynamics, um, Pipedrive, HubSpot. Um, Those are all different platforms that we offer and integration with. 
and you connect in with them. So if someone unsubscribes, it will show mm-hmm. inside their HubSpot account or Pipedrive or whatever yep. it is that this person has unsubscribed yep. from this. So received. So pricing-wise, this is where some teams kind of get uh, – and I'm not going to put you on the spot and say, how much is it? But like pricing-wise, it depends on the size of the list, right, or, or how you're adding it or how, how do you structure pricing? Let's just start there. Yeah, so our pricing is really like a la carte. It, it comes down to volume essentially. Obviously, within the Vazi platform, for everyone that's listening, we have really two different verticals. We have mass texting and then we have one-to-one texting. So there's a big difference between the mm-hmm. two. One-to-one texting is going to be, you know, your your sales, your service team, maybe like game day lines that are communicating with their book of business directly, a one-on-one text, right? So the phone number oftentimes is your office phone line that we actually make to be a textable number. Mm-hmm. And then mass texting is going to be, hey, you know, I'm going to target all of our segregated buyers for the game on December 12th, one text to the, to the masses. So they're different there. So we really offer two different um, pricing structures between the two. Um, the one-to-one is going to be per line. So how many lines you have, there's a price associated. And then the mass, we offer a couple of different uh, options, but it really comes down to just the volume of texts. Yep. Yeah, totally makes sense. So if teams are interested, what's the first step here? They should probably reach out to you, reach out to well, yeah. someone on your staff. What What do you think is the what is the best? What do you recommend is the best next step if teams are interested and in, and in just having a conversation about texting and what it may look like for their team? Absolutely. Yeah. Please reach out to myself. I can give you my information. I can say it on here. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. Just Austin A U S T I N at getvazi g e t v o z z i dot com. Fantastic. So uh, teams are interested, reach out to Austin. She's happy to talk to you all about texting. It's all about all of the different ways that teams are doing. And I think that you become such a depository of such great insight and information because you can see what all these teams are doing and you can always come back and say, hey, here's best practices. Here's how one team did it and they sold X amount of tickets by doing this. And it that that's a wealth of information when you've got that type of data. So kudos to y'all. It's awesome. Thank you. We're, we're definitely trying. It's been a lot of fun. Um, a lot more teams to, to bring on board and we're, we're excited to do so. So last question here, and this is uh, this, this one, one that uh, I don't think I've prepared you for, but what's next for Vazi? What, where, where do you go from here? So you're known as sports specific. You've got great customer service. You've got great staff members. Everybody loves each other. They like working there and you're helping teams grow and, and, and develop and sell more tickets. What's next for y'all? Yeah, I think obviously continuing what we are doing with our current partners. Like I said, uh, we have a lot more teams to get um, and that's a blast doing so. And what people forget is that Vazi really has only been focused in this space for two and a half, three plus years. Um, so when I started Vazi two Junes ago, um, we didn't have any professional partners. And we very we didn't have very many uh, collegiate partners either. So what we've been able to do in a very short period of time has been astonishing. It's been so much fun. So we have a lot of work to do there. And I think really honing in um, on those integrations and continuing to build off of those um, can't give away all of our secrets. But with the ticketing platforms, there's a lot more that we plan to do and are excited to do so. So sounds yeah, good. Sky's the limit. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. When, when we start talking about integrations with ticketing softwares and what have you, it does get a little bit sticky. And my one big thing that I like to tell teams is track as much as you can. The biggest thing is track ticket sales. So if you know how much money you're making from texting or emailing, you know the ROI on your activities. And and when you add a tool like texting to it, it's going to be pretty obvious. Like this is worth every single penny and more as we continue to use it to communicate because that's how fans want to communicate. But the biggest thing I tell teams is go to your ticketing software and figure out how you can track ticket sales. A thousand percent. And it's so simple. Teams need to be using unique links. I mean, there's DID mm-hmm. links, uh, unique links. Like it's it's so easy to create. And to your point, you should be tracking everything. That way, you can compare. Okay, like this link was in an email. This link was in this text campaign. This link was in this text campaign. What mm-hmm. time of day works for you, right? Like what mode of communication is working best for you? All this stuff is trackable. Um, mm-hmm. So capitalize on it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Austin, appreciate you hopping on the uh, the podcast, talking all things texting. And if anyone has any questions, they can reach out to you. I'm going to also put your email in the show notes so people can just email you directly and uh, and talk to you all about texting and see how they can use it to sell more tickets, grow their fan base, and, and uh, just have a blast while they do it. Yeah, this is so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure.